Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. The Magician's Death Play Slaughter. Like you know, you're a bad drunk. You shouldn't be drinking so much, said the bartender to a customer who had drunk quite a few drinks and was planning on getting drunk again. Do you forget a bad day at work? I know, but I want to forget the last performance. Max did his hat out of a rabbit trick, said the famous stage magician, like fire. He was part way drunk already. He returned to the table. He'd sat most of the night drinking and playing solitaire with two decks of bridge cards. It was now dawn. He was traumatised by Max, his partner, in his magic act, trying to do his pet trick. Trying to pull a hat from his pet rabbit's mouth. Rich always killed his rabbits. This was his last rabbit, his beloved pet, Snowy. Blake blamed Max for killing Snowy and himself for using his pet. He wanted to forget his grief. He was unaware of all else happening around him in his grief. Oh, he didn't notice. He wasn't the only man playing solitaire. There was another. He'd left earlier that morning. So he was surprised when two men insisted on talking to him. Sorry, we're late. Work was murdered last night, said one of them. Yeah, mine too, read the miserable magician. That's why we're speaking to you, said the second man. Lake Fort, they saw the show. Sorry about that. You just can't stop. Doing it. I've told him to not do it many times, but he won't listen, apologised Blake. What? said the first man. Blake realised I hadn't seen the show. We have someone who wants to disappear. Said the second man. Disappear? Asked Blake, puzzled. A hit, whispered the first man. Blake realised what they meant. Oh, okay, Blake said nervously. Can you help us? Asked the second man. Yes, said Blake, thinking he should save the victim. It's a secret superhero. Dark night. Can you dare? Good. Come with us. We'll sober you up. Said the first man. Okay, said Blake. And left with him. The bartender watched them go. With 
like concerned for his friend. Like he knew what they were. They were the mafia. The other man who was playing solitaire was Barfi as well. The bartender noticed what the mafia men didn't. They had the wrong man. Elsewhere, later that day, a somewhat more sober Blake sat, sipping a hot coffee, in a small coffee shop. The mafia man he met earlier. Jay, you feel better? Asked one of the men. Yes, much, said Blake. Thank you. Now you can help us, said one of the men. Okay, I'll have to prepare, said Blake, trying by time and fishing for more information, save the man they wanted him to kill. That's reasonable, said the other man. Who do you need fixing? said Blake calmly. Tom Sinclair. He has a cafe in Dandenong. He's not paying protection. We want to make an example of him, we were told. They left him to organise. They hid. Telling him where Mr Sinclair worked. The Mafia then returned to the pub for another drink in the pub. It was their favourite watering hole. When they were there, the bartender asked them what they did with Blake Fire. They realised their error and dealt with it accordingly. Meanwhile, Blake went to see Mr. Sinclair, only to find him dead, and evidence proving he was the killer in the vicinity, and the police blamed him. So Blake went into hiding in an odd place. Hell, stop the music. I repent, screamed a soul in hell after hearing Coldplay Cemeteries of London for the thousandth time on repeat. Philistine shouted back the King of Death, who was listening to music on repeat on his phone. As he hid out from the law, as only the King of the Grim Reapers could, he hung out in the afterlife. While he was there, he had a visitor, one of his sons. This is crazy, Dad said the son. What is? asked Blake. You are hiding out here when you are innocent of the crime they accuse you of, said the son. What could I do, Lance? Asked Blake. Go after the true killers, clearing your name. 
You are depressing everyone in hell. They don't. They're in hell. They aren't meant to be happy. It's like... Quit it. This is ridiculous, Zidane. You've gone mad. Let me help you clear your name. What's the point? No one respects you anymore. Said Blake. He was as depressed as... the souls in hell. The only people who'd... like to see me are the police. No one likes killers, at Lance. Who actually was one? All you can do is clear your name to be liked again. I sent out the army of the Reapers to find the killers. I found the killers of Mr. Sinclair in the pub. Blake and Lance walked into the pub and up to the Mafia guys. Hello, gentlemen. Blake said to them charmingly. Said one of the Mafia guys. Yes, me. Laughed Blake. The Mafia have been Pulled out guns. Guns? Oh, really? I thought you'd be happy to meet him, said Lance sarcastically, as he disarmed the Mafia men with his bare hands. Who is he? asked the Mafia men, flabbergasted. My Mafia. My son, the Necromancer, Blake said darkly. The Necromancer? He's a serial killer, said one of the Mafia, in horrified. A matter of opinion, said Lance shortly. You should be more careful who you frame. They may be anyone, said Blake. Who are you? asked one of the Mafia men thinking these two weren't normal men. Welcome at the King of Death. I sent my army of reapers to find you, said Blake. The Mafia men looked scared. Blake teleported the Mafia men to the police station, dramatically in flames. Blake knew they would tell the police. The truth and clear his name. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.